How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel. And we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us. Truly do appreciate you making us part of your day each and every day. Here's how you can take part. You can give us a ring at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-326-3663. And the carpro.com text line is there for you at 71307 Just start your text with the word fan, and away you go on the show. Uh, Jam-packed in this hour. Coming up in the very next segment, we're going to have a fun little ditty where you have the right to remove a team from a conference. Okay? You have have the right to do that. Now, here's what you got to do. You got to make your case. Because if Diesel doesn't feel like you've made a strong enough case, he's going to ixnay your suggestion. So, in other words, you just texting in Vandy uh, out of the SEC, that's not going to be approved because you haven't – right, You have exactly, Diesel. You haven't made a case. W- what will help you is if you say something like, Vanderbilt has only won four games or more in the SEC one time in the last 30 years. Okay? I don't know that to be true, but, I mean, you need to do – you need to be able to make the case. So – I'm giving you 20 minutes to get your research, get your ducks in a row, kick a team out of a conference. Then we will be happy to listen to see if any of those teams are saved. So if you kick a team out of the conference, somebody else has the opportunity to save that team from within their conference. That is coming up, my friends, in the very next segment at 5.20 p.m. How about that? How about that? All right. It is time for us to do that jam. We call it the top five at five. The top five biggest sports stories of the day. The top five topics we're discussing. Ladies and gentlemen of the Upstates, Offsiders, the top five at five starts right now. And now the top five at five. And five, four, three, two, one. Hit it. He could have handled that with a little pat on the head. Five. All right. At number five today, I want to share more about this with you because, frankly, I did the legwork. I did the research. What is 
the resume of teams that are winning national championships the last 10 years. Well, here you go. Proprietary offsides information that you will not hear anywhere else. Okay? The last 10 years to win the national championship, uh, to win the national championship, you had to have you had to have the following, okay? Um, in either offense or defense, you needed to be top ten in America, okay? Top ten in offense or defense. That's point number one. In the other category, so let's say you were number six in offense, so you get the check mark there. In the lesser of your two units, offense or defense, you still needed to be in the top third of all teams. Okay, so roughly 130 teams. You needed to be in the in the low 40s, right, to wit to uh, to meet the qualification. The worst unit, offense or defense, on a team that won the national championship over the last 10 years, Alabama in 2015. Their offense was ranked 44th. Okay, no unit outside of Alabama, the last 10 years that won. Uh, was worth was ranked worse than 30 seconds in 2019 LSU's defense remember Joe Burrow Jamar Chase and company Terrence Marshall they were ranked 32nd in defense in 2020 Alabama was ranked 32nd in defense but simply put you got to be top 10 in one of the two major categories total offense or total defense and the other one has to be top top third Okay, within the top third, within the, you know, worst case scenario, um, 40s or so, right? So who meets the criteria? Because right now, folks, there are exactly 11 teams left alive for the college football playoff. They are Oregon, Washington, Georgia, Ole Miss, Florida State, Texas, Louisville, Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, and Penn State. Okay. 11 teams left that are still alive. So let's go through these one by one. Does Penn State qualify? They do not. Uh, they get a check for defense. They're second in overall defense, but they're 61st in offense. No bueno. Does Alabama get a check? They do not. Alabama, Diesel, has the 72nd ranked offense in America. Now they're playing better, but are they playing well enough? They're 25th in total defense, so they're not in the top third in their worst category, and they don't have a top 10. They're not even close. Does Ohio State get the check? No, but just barely. Ohio State is 46th in offense, 45th in total defense. Does Michigan get the check? Yes, but also barely. Michigan has the best defense in America, but the 43rd ranked offense. Just one slot better than Alabama in 2011. How about Louisville? Louisville does not get the check. Um, Louisville does not get the check. Because they are 29th in offense, 12th in defense. But they're very. if they can get that D inside the top 10, they meet the criteria. How about Texas? Texas gets a no because they're not, they don't have a top 10. 18th in offense, 31st in defense. How about Florida State? Florida State gets a no. 17th in offense, 34th in defense. They don't have a top 10 unit. Ole Miss also gets a no. 12th in offense, 57th in defense. They don't have a top 10. Their worst unit is not in the top third. Georgia gets a yes. 
sixth in offense, ninth in defense. They're top ten in both categories. Washington gets a hell no. Fourth in offense, but check this out. 97th in total defense. And Oregon gets a hell yeah. Second in offense, 18th in total defense. They have a top 10. They're well within the top third in the lesser of their two categories. All of which tells you, ladies and gentlemen, what I've been telling you for weeks. That there's three teams that can win the national championship this year. Georgia, Michigan, and Oregon. I'm Mark Ryan, and I approve this message. Next up. Four. At number four. I keep reading this, and I don't understand the why here. I do not get the why. Why is Clemson being placed on upset alert against Georgia Tech? Why? Why are they being placed on upset alert? Explain this to me. I think I know that people think Clemson is prime for a letdown game after putting everything into the Notre Dame game. That might be the case if it was at Georgia Tech, but it's in Death Valley. And you Clemson fans aren't going to let Clemson have a letdown, right? You're not going to let that happen. You, I think those who feel like that's the case are looking only at the standings page where Georgia Tech is in third place in the ACC and Clemson is in 10th. There's a reason why Clemson is a two-touchdown, 14-point favorite in this game. They've got better athletes than the Yellow Jackets do. And while the Yellow Jackets' win over North Carolina impresses me, the Tar Heels' defense does not so much, right? Um, Georgia Tech's defense does not. Clemson's formula for winning week in and week out is very, very clear. And if they follow this formula, they can play with and beat anybody. Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, Oregon, Georgia. Let the defense do its thing. Don't turn the damn ball over. You do that, you'll be in a fourth quarter game against anybody. So I am ixnang Clemson being on upset alert this week. I just don't buy it. I watched and re-watched the Clemson-Notre Dame game. I saw a light switch come on, the light bulb go off, and I believe that this team is beginning to play its best football. Kelly Ford joined us on the show today, said that Clemson has a 35% chance to run the table and finish 8-4. and four. Next up. Three. We are told that this is going to be coming, and this is going to be rattling some cages, Diesel, before the end of the show today. Discipline from Michigan Commissioner Tony Petiti. To Michigan themselves. Big Ten Commissioner. Big Ten Commissioner. What did I say? Michigan Commissioner. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Big Ten Commissioner. Tony Petiti. Uh, handling down, handing down the, uh, dropping the hammer. If his last name is Petiti, what does that stand for? Little what's? Uh, well, I told you that my last name uh, means little grapes. Right. Right. It doesn't make me insecure at all. <laughs> it doesn't make me insecure at all. No, Big Grapes. What's Big Grapes in Italian? I have no idea. No idea. Um, so anyway, guys, we're about to uh, – there's about to be a major battle that unfolds between the Big Ten and Michigan. Tony Petiti has to serve all the members of the conference. The members want Michigan to be pe- penalized and punished severely, right? Now, there is some evidence that has come out that maybe Purdue was guilty of the same thing Michigan is. And my reaction to that is, what aboutism? is about the lowest level argument you could possibly take part in. 
very, very, very low-level stuff here, okay? If Purdue took part, then punish them as well. It's that simple. You know, whataboutism doesn't get you out of your crime. That is not a get-out-of-jail-free card, okay? Um, if Purdue did it, punish them. But we know at this point that Michigan did it. We know that they are guilty as charged, all right? And the program should be punished. And if Jim Harbaugh, who is likely, I'm told, to be the one who was punished here, didn't know what was going on, don't you think he should have? Don't you think he should have? Wouldn't that be where lack of institutional control comes from? Yes. Yes, completely. Next up. Two. At number two today, we want to ask you guys if what you're about to hear is onsides or offsides. Diesel, can you set this up for us here, man? Yeah, this is audio from uh, looks like a midweek presser with Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott, who spent some time on South Carolina staff, who was an App State grad and former player. Uh, he was asked a question, and he gives an answer here that if I'm a Georgia State fan, I would have a problem with. The question is, is this onsides or offsides? You know, Georgia State's got a lot of ties to them. You're an App State guy. Charlie is. And, you know, there's a lot of a lot of things. Well, what would it I'm mean an App State you? guy. Charlie's not yeah. an App State guy. Charlie oh. worked at App State. He's okay. not an App State guy. I was an App State guy, and I graduated from there. Charlie, they're referring to as Charlie Cobb, who is the current athletic director at Georgia State, former athletic director at App State. So... In my opinion, Sean uh, Elliott here takes a little offense to this person asking or, or stating that Charlie Cobb is an App State guy. Oh, no, he's not. No, he's not. I'm an App State guy. He's not an App State guy. If that's my head coach, I got a little problem with that because you don't say multiple times in a 16-second clip, I'm an App State guy. You don't say that. You say, I played there. I cut my teeth there as a coach. I appreciate everything that I that I." achieved while I was there, but I'm a Georgia State guy. I would have a problem with that. Do you have a problem with that? Uh, big problem, Diesel. Big right. problem. Because you're not an App State guy when you're employed by uh, Georgia, Georgia State. State. So, Diesel, here's the thing. All right? Don Munson joins the show. He he ends his interview with us every week with, what, what does he do? Great to spread the gospel of the Tigers. Go Tigers. Right, but he says also something to you about Appalachian State. No, this is our off-air conversation that we have when oh. I call him. I, I say the first line of our fight song. Okay. And he finishes the second half of that line. So here's where I because think— Because he's an App State grad like I am. Right. Here's where I think it's onsides and offsides, Diesel. Don Munson, off the air, can be an App State guy because he graduated. Sure. And Clemson is not an immediate rival of Appalachian State. Sure. But you can't play in the same conference as Appalachian State and publicly in a media setting say that you are an App State guy. Right. That, to me, would really burn my brownies if I'm Georgia State. If, if you're a member of the hated Mountaineers, what are we paying you for? So I'm going to say, Diesel, that's offsides. What it do is, you say? It is offsides. You can't lose to Georgia Southern because they're not App State. Tony Kornheiser knows. That's right, baby. <laughs> It's that offsides. Right. I, I would be livid if my head coach was an alum of another institution in my conference and says in a press conference, I am a Marshall guy. 
I am a James Madison guy. Yeah. I am a Coastal Carolina guy. You can't say that in the uh, in the interviews. At all. You cannot do that at all. So cut it out. Cut the crap. And finally. One. Upset pick. Standings are large and in charge, my friends. Uh, as soon as I get the graphic in my email, I will be posting these for you. Um, for you. So we will do that as soon as we possibly can. Uh, and, my friends, uh, here are the top 10 in the standings. In 10th place, Stanford Steve with 24 points. 9th place, Delano the truck driver with 25. Mad Craft is in 8th place with 27 points. Sherb is in 7th with 20. Eight and a half in sixth place. It's minor 49er with 29. Fifth place. Now to the top five, the Leprechaun of Lyman. Hiddly hoo. 29 and a half points in fourth place. It's Kyle D. 31 points in third place. Metal stand. Here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> Absolutely. Leprechaun of Lyman. Third place. It's none other than Pat McAfee. 33 and a half points. And we've got a tie. At the top of the leaderboard, it is Brandon and Joe D with 40 big points in just about every year that we've had. Right around 50 points wins the thing. Are, are we going to need more than that this year to win? We will soon see. As for Diesel and I, uh, I'm in 38th place with six and a half. Diesel's in 42nd with six. There's always tomorrow. How have you hit three in a row and you still only have six no, points? No, Diesel, I haven't hit three in a row. That was the you guy. Hit three spoke. total. I've hit three total this oh, year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that says a lot about you. Yeah, I've hit three total this year. <laughs> uh, Diesel, I going after these one point upsets. I, yeah, <laughs> I sputter along, Diesel. I sputter along. It's time for you to get your upset picks in. We want at least a three point underdog. Text us your name, your game, and your point spread. No. Our today's top five at five. Now it's your chance to chime in, which you can do at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663. The carpro.com text line is there for you as well at 71307. Just start your text with the word fan and away you go. You can get to us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube at the Fan Upstate on each one. Please, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to us on YouTube. We'd love to have you. And finally, email. You guys can all email the show. Mark Ryan, that is M-A-R-C Ryan, at thefanupstate.com. All the different ways you can get in touch with us here on the most interactive sports radio show anywhere. Coming up next on the show, you will have the chance to remove a team from a conference. But you got to make your case, whether it be by text or by phone. And if your case stinks, we're sending you home. How about that? That's next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. And we are the Fan Upstate. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel. We are the Fan Upstate. Wonderful to have you guys with us. Truly do appreciate you making us part of your day each and every day. All right. Here we go, my friends. We are going to have a fun little exercise here today. All right. Um, You right now have the very rare opportunity to remove a team from a conference, the 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 um, criteria are you need to make the case as to why, as to why, why should they be removed? In other words, Vanderbilt should be kicked out of the SEC because Vanderbilt sucks. It's not good enough, you know. Like like that's not going to that's not that's not going to fly. That that's a personal opinion. Vanderbilt should be kicked out of the SEC because they've won four games in SEC play once in the last 20 years. That'll get us to perk our ears up, right? If you have a factual basis for your claim, that is where Diesel is likely to give you the ding sound and not the buzzer sound. So we open it up for you guys right now at 844-FAN-PHONE. That's 844-F-A-N-F-O-N-E. That's 844-326-3663 is the number to get to us on the show. Uh, Let's see here. Joe D. chimes in, and he says, I pick BYU plus seven over Iowa State. Mark Diesel, I wouldn't remove a singular team from a specific conference. I would remove the NCAA from top 48 college football create let's see here oh this is so this is a long one create four 12 team regional conferences everyone must schedule two out of conference top 48 teams per year this strengthens the regional competition which is what drives college football and strengthens everyone's schedule keep the 12 team college football playoff Four teams who win conference championship games get auto bids in round one the other eight teams are voted in by the committee's vote, Spartanburg J. I don't, I don't hate it, Spartanburg J. Except you're going to be kicking 16, 17 teams out of the Power Five uh, by doing that. Spartanburg J. How much money do you have to battle the ocean of lawsuits you're going to face from dozens of schools who are left out of this mythical top 48? First of all. How are you going to determine who the top 48 programs are? Is it going to be a one-year snapshot, a five-year, 10-year average, 20-year average? Is it going to be based on 
uh, endowments? Is it going to be based on social media followings? Is it going to be based on NIL monies? Is it going to be based on stadium capacities? You can't really, you know, it, it's easy to say, oh, just take the top 48 and do this. Well, what does that exactly mean? And what if there's an outlier who you or somebody else deems not worthy to be in the top 48? Let's just say somebody sneaks in at number 47. But then there's a blue blood who somehow, Nebraska, for example, has had a rough go of it the last 15 years or so. What if that rough 15, 20-year period pushes them out of the top 48? Mm. Maybe it pushes them to 49, 50. Are you really going to leave Nebraska out? In lieu, in lieu of, let's just make something up here and say Tulane. Let's just say Tulane sits in the top 48, but Nebraska's out. What do you do then? Yeah, th- this, this uh, idea, Spartanburg J, is in, in, a, in a vacuum, right? It sounds nice. But you're living in an idealistic world, and you're not an idealistic girl, okay? Uh, the, the reality is that that's just not going to fly because of the mounts of law, mountains of lawsuits that would come your way if you tried to execute something like that. Texter says, I like the 48-team plan, although it could be 60, 80, et cetera. I think having a relegation system would be interesting. Bottom team from each regional conference drops and is replaced by the top team of lower-tier leagues. Um, Texter says, Mark, I am dropping South Carolina from the SEC. They've won one SEC East title since they left the All-Cupcakes Conference in the 1970s. They, like Vandy, do not belong. Diesel agrees. I'm not. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, let, me, oh, oh. let me be clear on this. Let me be clear on this. I am accepting your reasoning. I'm not saying I necessarily agree. The bell means I am accepting your reasoning. South Carolina has not done anything particularly overwhelming since joining the SEC. So you have, you have a valid reason here. Anybody can, can text back in and say, no, that's bogus. We do this, 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 and this for the league, and that's why we should be reinstated, and that's what you got to do. You gotta get, Since this person gave me a valid reason why South Carolina should be out, you've got to give me an equally valid reason why South Carolina should be reinstated. Yeah, what, what's your reason? What's your reasoning? Like, you've got the fan base, you've got the fan support. What you lack are consistent results on the football field. Uh, Texter says, Vandy out of the SEC because they don't even have an athletic department in their football stadium is a relic. Football stadium is is undergoing construction right now, so that point is invalid. Uh, Okay, so who might be some candidates for you guys to kick out of your conferences? I have one. What's that? Uh, I would remove Boston College from the ACC. Number one, the ACC has far too many small private colleges as it is. Number two, Boston College has contributed next to nothing as far as overall power of the conference since joining. Number three, they don't give you the market that you think that they give you. And it's so far up there that they feel like a cultural mismatch for the league. All of those are valid, Diesel. I mean, all of those are valid. Should I get a bell? I get a bell. Give you a bell for that. This is a Big East team playing in the ACC. They're a cultural mismatch. No one cares about college football. Well, I shouldn't say no one cares. But Boston is a pro sports town. And Boston is having to compete against that. So it's not good for Boston. And it's not good for the ACC 
to have a market like Boston that doesn't care that much. Whether or not you could go and get them at this point for this discussion is irrelevant. But there are there are a handful of schools in the footprint that would be much more viable than Boston College. West Virginia would be one. Uh, whether or not you could finally bring Notre Dame in is another one. Uh, it would honestly make more sense to go and try to get Maryland back than having Boston College, even though I don't think they were a particularly strong fit either. But Maryland has shown themselves to be fairly decent in the Big Ten over the last couple of years. It's just so weird what's happening. Like, Go get South Carolina. They make a lot more sense in the ACC than Boston College does. Nebraska and Colorado were in the same league. And Nebraska went east and Colorado went west. And the states are right by one another. It is, it is the weirdest thing what is, what is going on right now. All right, uh, Diesel, I'm having an issue with my VX producer. I don't know why it's showing okay. me that. But I think we have Rich who's we up do. next. Rich we in do Chicago. have Rich in Chicago with an upset pick. Uh, Rich in Chicago, upset pick, plus Rich. Who would you kick out of a conference? Well, what do you got? Kick out of the conference? Yeah. Well, this may, be, this may surprise you. I didn't even think about this until you guys brought it up. But I think the one that's obvious to me is I would take Georgia Tech out immediately. I mean, Why? there's other choices that are good, okay, but no one's looking at Georgia Tech. Uh, for the same reason that Diesel said, they're a private school, okay. That there's a there's a, a plethora of that in the in in the ACC, and they were, if you remember, way back when, because I'm old enough to remember this, when they had Bobby Dodd and those guys, they were an SEC school. Well, way Rich, Georgia Tech is a public institution. They are not a private school. Okay, well, it I just it, they just happen to have much higher academic standards than the rest of their public institution counterparts. But well, it is a really. great thing to have a footprint in the uh, city of Atlanta, even though it's not much of one. Well, think of this, though. They play the SEC championship in, in Atlanta, where Georgia Tech is located. How would you like to have that? You're, you reside in Atlanta, and the SEC championships play in your backyard. That there you makes go. no sense. There you go. Hey, uh, what is your upset pick today, Rich? All right, I got two quick things. Uh, upset pick and some insight on – the, the grandiose uh, Panther-Bear game. First thing, that my upset pick is I'm swinging for the fences given my track record, <laughs> which I've been doing. It's <laughs> not very good. But this may surprise you. I'm taking Vanderbilt against the Gamecocks. Wow, why? What about that? Well, personnel-wise, I think they're close. I think, I think Vanderbilt uh, is, is a hungry team with a new coach. And they play really, really hard. I mean, it's kind of like why I took Jacksonville against South Carolina. If I'm going to pound the Gamecocks, I'm going to pound them again. And I almost pulled it off last week. So why not? Listen, uh, Rich, Andy. Rich, I got to tell you something, man. The, the Gamecock fans, they're wrong about this, but they like to say I am the greatest Gamecock, Gamecocks hater. I think I've been replaced. Even though I'm wearing yeah, my I, Gamecock colors today, I think, I think you – have replaced me. You're picking against them every single week. Look, my whole role for you, Mark, is to take heat off you and they can blame me in Chicago. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. I've got up some upcoming uh, CBS shows to let you know about, buddy. So I, yeah, I, I will right. do last that. Thing for you, yeah. The last thing for you, because it's obviously hasn't been released and I get all the inside squealers here in Chicago about the game Thursday night. Uh, Fields is scratched. He's not playing. Yeah, they're 
No, he's not. That's official. No, I, I believe you. Out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no, not. I'm not doubting you. Yeah, there. Well, he he was listed as as a game time decision. That's not going to happen, and that's tomorrow night. And Bajent is a turnover machine. I and I I like him, but he's a D two guy from Shepherd College in West Virginia. Uh, he's it's it's national TV, and you got to ask yourself, you want you want Bryce versus Bajent. And I'm going to tell you something. This is the opportunity for the Panthers to get out of the basement and put put the Bears where they belong. Well, Rich, and, I don't know if you watched the game uh, last week. Bryce Young is kind of a turnover machine as well. He all he he throws more touchdowns to the other team than he throws to his own team. Yeah, but they're playing the Bears. The Bears. Yeah, but I the mean, Bears are playing the Panthers. This yeah, is this is yeah. a this is a race well, to three points. I think. Yeah, but but you got to understand, Fields. You know, Fields isn't playing. He isn't playing, and you know the stir, the stir, the straw that stirs the drink, is the QB. And Fields at least can make plays. Bajan doesn't have a clue what he's doing, and I don't know how strong the Panther defense is. They don't have to be. I mean, he's a self-destructible kind of guy. And if I'm if I'm Bryce, I've got a shot at winning this. I would be highly inspired on national TV to redeem myself against a D2 quarterback. I think the table is set. I think you're going to be all over the Panthers. Rich, we got to keep it running, man. Thank you so much for the call. I do appreciate that very, very much. Back to the topic at ham, guys. Who would you jettison from your conference? Uh, Texter says, I would kick out Texas and Oklahoma and any other team that was in the Southwestern Conference. The Southwestern Conference should be resurrected and the teams in the SEC should be in the Southeast. Neither of those applies to Oklahoma and Texas. But I do like the idea of resurrecting the Southwest Conference. I like the idea of bringing back tighter regional conferences. You got some solid reasoning there, Texter. I agree with you on on your reasoning. Have I told you about my plan for 132-team college football playoff, Mark Ryan? So says we. Thank you. Thank you, Diesel. Real Pat McNeil. Please don't. Please don't. Real Pat. Um, Shai Copeland says kick SMU out of the ACC. Uh, at least the rest of the teams are on the coast, even if it's not the same coast. Well, Texas has a coast. It's not much of one. But Texas does have a coast on the Gulf. So your reasoning there is... JT and Greer says, Diesel, South Carolina should be reinstated to the SEC because of national championships in baseball and women's basketball. Football drives the bus here, buddy. Stop trying to bring baseball and women's sports into this. Ooh, ooh. Oh, Texter says, drop Notre Dame from independence and force them into an actual conference. It's time. No more special treatment. You misunderstood the assignment, Texter. We are kicking a team out of a conference, not forcing a team to join one. Shai Copeland says, SMU out of the All Cupcakes Conference. At least the rest of the teams are on the coast, even if it's not the same coast. We already talked about that one. Oh, we did? Yeah. Sorry about that. We did. Oops. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, we did talk about that one. Look, I think about half of the ACC should be dropped. That is is the ACC's biggest problem right now is it's, it's got half of its ranks filled with small isolated private schools it's a bad idea to have that many you can have 
one or two, especially if they're elite at a at a non-revenue sport as Vanderbilt is at baseball, uh, as Duke has been in the past in basketball. You just cannot build your conference on that many small private schools. You know why? Because those schools don't have large alumni bases. If they don't have large alumni bases, they don't have large donor bases. They don't have a lot of cash in the coffers, and they can't compete with the Florida States and the Clemsons year in and year out. How about this one from Madcraft, Texter? We didn't get to this one, did we? Did he? Any Notre Dame team that still calls the ACC home, if they won't fully commit in all sports, they can leave. Dollars matter. Too bad the ACC needs their vote to do it, apparently. Ooh. I completely am with you there, Madcraft. Join all the way in or not at all. You can't date me and date somebody else at the same time. All in or all out. Oh, listen to this. So we had the vote for South Carolina out of the SEC. We had an attempt from JT and Greer to get them back in using the best points he could give you, Diesel. Yeah. That baseball and women's nas- uh, bas- women's basketball national championship, you still gave him the X. Now we've got a Gamecock fan, and he says, kick my team out of the SEC <laughs> as a Gamecock fan. It hurts to watch. It hurts to watch. Uh, let's see here. Dan B says before they join, no UCLA and USC to the big 10 coast to coast conference is lame and not cost efficient. So says Dan B. I'm with you, Dan B, because if you, if you don't have those schools joining the big 10, then you don't have the, uh, pack, whatever falling apart. Kick Stanford and Cal and Stanford out of the ACC. Let them battle over which trombone player to knock over. That, that's my add-in. They're mediocre at football and all the way across the country. They're a waste of two spots. I want quality over quantity. I agree. Stanford and Cal should have to rebuild the Pac-12 or whatever league they want to call it, uh, whatever name they want to call it. They should have to rebuild that out of institutions in their area. There's this like, ooh, we're too good to be in a league with San Diego State. We're too good to be in a league with San Jose State. No, ooh, we won't be in a league with Boise State. Uh, you sh- those are institutions in your area. You should be wanting to bring them up to your level. Uh, not sending your entire uh, student body and uh, student athletes across the country back and forth constantly for games. I got Caleb sending me a picture of the old Southwest Conference, Texas A&M, Arkansas, SMU, TCU, Baylor. What is this? Rice, Houston, Texas Tech, and Oklahoma. And then, Diesel, there is something in orange that says Oklahoma A&M that I can only guess eventually became Oklahoma State. Because it's in orange, yeah. and it says Oklahoma A and M. Yeah, that's God. That's the the one the one downside to the old uh, Southwest Conference is that it's almost entirely in the state of Texas. That's almost it. entirely. I mean, that's a conference that needs, especially if you're going to try to recreate a modern iteration of it. Maybe Rice is not the right choice. Maybe you uh, you pull in a Nebraska, a Colorado. You got to expand just a little bit outside of the state of Texas. Otherwise, it become, becomes super super insular. You, it's bitter as hell inside the state of Texas, but outside of the state, really nobody cares. All right, guys, we'll continue this at six o'clock. But we're going to honor our high school athlete of the week next, right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Up State. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the Fan Upstate. Great to be with you on a hump day edition of the show. We'll help you get over it. 
Uh, we're going to have five good minutes with um, Thomas Stanley, who is the senior running back at Hillcrest, absolutely pummeled the nation of Ford, or nation Ford, um, and uh, and uh, that's how you guys can uh, get, uh, and uh, did a great job in so doing. Wanted to uh, honor Thomas. He is our Week 11 Player of the Week, 39 carries, 248 yards, three touchdowns, broke the Hillcrest High School single-game rushing record and surpassed Thomas Dendy. The record passes from one Thomas to another. How about that? Uh, we're going to ask Thomas about uh, his desire to play at the next level, if he's getting any nibbles, any bites from schools. Uh, his head coach is in his first year at Hillcrest, Bennett Swigert. And uh, Hillcrest is 9-2 and two on the season. They travel to Burns on Friday in the second round. They beat Nation Ford 37-29. And one thing I would tell you, Diesel, is uh, I've got more into high school football this year than I have any other year. Like, I just, like I've been here long enough now that it's like, i, I got to be honest with you, the first year here it was like, oh, geez, like I, I don't know the first thing about this. And you guys know everything. You guys, our listeners, know everything. I didn't know. I didn't have a clue. Um, and so, like, it went from like me, like, gosh, like this is this is painful to me, to something I enjoy and something I'm into this year. But I still don't know this. Okay, like, why is Burns Diesel and Offsiders considered a walkover favorite over Hillcrest when Hillcrest is a five A team that is nine and two? Can somebody make that make sense to me? I, I mean, think it's I know. the Burns reputation. It's the Burns aura. They're they're sort of the Alabama of the Upstate. Yeah. When it comes, it's 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 Burns. It's Dorman. It's Spartanburg. It's Gaffney. I mean, these are the these are the monster teams in the area that have always been really good. And Hillcrest is a little more of a recent upstart. Recent. Uh, uh, entrant into a quality football program, and, and they really have been over the last five, six, seven years. Shout out to Hillcrest, um, but but Burns just has that pedigree. Yeah, like, and I think it's the Region 2A as well, the region that they're in, because Cole says that Cole told Bryson told us that he's going to take that region champion to win state this year. Now, Dutch Fork looks like they're balling all of a sudden, big time, um, but at the same time, Hillcrest is a 5A team. They're 9-2 and two as a 5A team. All right? And, you know, Burns is going to be playing a really good football team. So if you followed high school football in this area for an extended period of time, I'd ask you guys that question. Like, why is Burns considered, oh, a comfortable favorite? You know, they're they're talking about this line like it's like Clemson over Georgia Tech. It's like... Oh, yeah, two touchdowns. Comfortable, comfortable favorite over Hillcrest. 5A team with a 9-2 and two record. What, what do I not know here about high school football in the upstate to, uh, to not, you know, to, for Hillcrest not to be getting, in my opinion, the respect they deserve right I, now? I mean, I'm sure you spent, uh, you know, you spent enough time in the Houston area that you started to learn some of the really good high school programs across the state of Texas. There's 8,000 just takes time. It just deal. takes a little time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you do hear the best names, you know, the best uh, best players, best schools over and over and over again. Yeah. But I'm telling you, uh, you know, Hillcrest might not have the pedigree that Burns does, but I think they got some of the players. And, um, and Thomas Stanley, 
Uh, it looks like we're having a difficult time reaching him today on his phone. But no matter, Thomas, please accept our congratulations for being our high school player of the week. You absolutely dominated last week. 39 carries, 248 yards. We carry Burns. We're certainly pulling for Burns. But, Thomas, we wish you and the rest of Hillcrest High School the best of luck this coming Friday as well. Congratulations to Thomas Stanley and Thomas Stanley's family. And we will continue our kick a team out of the conference segment extravaganza next here on Offsides. We are the Fan of State. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, Christina Perry. The King's Theatre in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheatre.com.